Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Expressing Motherhood podcast. My name is Lindsay Cavett, and I'm the producer and director of Expressing Motherhood. I'm a Los Angeles mother of three. My children are 12, 8, and 7. I have two boys and a girl. That's why I have three, to be honest. I rolled the dice and went for the girl, but we got her. Anyway, you were about to listen to Rachel... Schinderman. And Rachel was in our most recent Los Angeles show. Rachel's been in our show quite a few times. And um, I'm going to share this because she shared it. But at, at the rehearsal, she said, I'm so excited to be back because I submitted quite a few times, even though she had been in the show and, and I, I didn't cast her again, even though she was submitting. And she said, I kept submitting because I kept telling her, please submit, Rachel. I love you. It's just that the show is growing and I'm receiving so many submissions. And so she did, and then I cast her again. Anyway, the whole submission process is probably my least favorite of the show, but I do it unapologetically to make sure that the show continues to grow um, and serve a purpose for the greater good of motherhood. I don't know how to state that. Anyway, so Rachel Schinderman is a writer, teacher, and mother. Her work has appeared in the LA Times, where this piece that you're about to listen to was published for Mother's Day last year of 2018. She's also written for the Backstage West and the Los Angeles Jewish Journal. She had an ongoing parenting column in the Santa Monica Daily Press, and she received her teaching certificate for creative writing from Antioch University and facilitates writing groups called Mommy Brain. Her sons are 8 and 12. Without further ado, here's Rachel Schinderman in Expressing Motherhood. When I first arrived in Los Angeles, I tried to dress to impress, but that went out the window a couple of kids ago. Which explains how I looked that day when my sons and I were in the home stretch of an extended school break. I wore an air of extreme jet lag and an extreme case of the moms. We had just returned from the requisite grandparent visit. I was unshowered, sporting a little, okay, a lot of vacation weight. And my recently cut bangs, which needed constant doing, were, quote, undone, swept up and away off my makeupless face. But it didn't matter. We had just been heading out for dim sum. I am known to dribble soy sauce on myself quite often when we do dim sum. And amazingly, I didn't that day. The only thing that was amazing was the look on my face when I took the boys for ice cream after lunch and my ex-boyfriend walked in. I had imagined this moment. Usually I was passing him as I walked up the aisle to accept an Oscar, Emmy, Pulitzer, insert wonderful award here. The award actually didn't matter, only that I oozed accomplishment and was wrapped in a cute dress. Bumping into him in Baskin Robbins on Wilshire Boulevard in West LA in a bra that didn't really fit was not part of the plan. I had been helping my six-year-old decide between mint chip or chocolate when I saw him walk in. It seemed from his demeanor that he'd already seen me. He sauntered up. I froze. I've been married to an incredible man for almost 14 years. I was flanked by our two beautiful and adorable sons. Still, my first inclination was to flee. (laughs) But there was no bathroom nearby that I could see, and the freezer that held the ice cream cakes was too small, but still, I considered it. Hello. Hi. And there it was. There we were, hugging. 
I was suddenly so mad at myself for having the most cliched female response of feeling ugly, of feeling unworthy. In Los Angeles, the worst you can be is unimpressive. And I knew in that moment, in my blowy beige blouse and army pants, that I was just a girl who used to be thinner. I didn't even pretend not to be awkward. I think I even said, well, this is weird, after he introduced himself to my children. My children. My incredible children. Here's what I really wanted to say. Do you see this? Do you see this life I have? Do you know they were both in the NICU after they were born? Do you know I gave up my career to stay home with them? Do you know my older son, the one whose hand you just shook, almost died at birth, and I'm the one, me, I'm the one who took him to the doctors and therapists and music classes and did the research and managed his care and medicines until it almost broke me. But instead of being broken, I was brave and had another child. He's the one in the blue puma shirt. He was six weeks premature, and so I struggled all over again. But here they are, my children, wolfing down ice cream after soup dumplings, and you can't tell there was any struggle or challenge. Nope. That's because of me. Strong, accomplished, and wonderful me. Mother. They don't give awards for that. They should. But I didn't say any of that. Instead, I was insecure and tripping over my words like the girl I used to be and not the woman I am. As we made our way to the register, I paid for my son's ice cream but didn't order any for myself for fear of being judged. I had first met my ex when I was young, in college. He had wooed me, pursued me. I had resisted. He took me to parties when I arrived in L.A. He dangled his Hollywood lifestyle in front of me. And I loved the possibility of it. I loved the little girl dream of movies and lights and action. Then I became the girl he wouldn't take to parties, wouldn't, would just meet after my shift waiting tables. But we had history, and I thought I was more to him than what I actually was. I thought I was the girl he would always come home to, the special one, I reasoned. I was too naive or hopeful to see who I really was to him, and he was too arrogant to set me straight. I don't know if I ever really loved him, though I wept often over him as if I did. I could still hear the words he said almost 20 years earlier as we stood next to his black pickup truck after French fries with gravy at Swingers on Beverly, where I would meet him late at night after finishing work. I realize now that does not a healthy relationship make. <laughs> I had once thought about slashing the tires of that black pickup truck when I caught him at the movies on a date with a woman who wasn't me. But he said, I've met someone. Back at the ice cream shop, we chatted for a few more moments. I told him that we'd been back east with my husband's family. And the word husband came out of my mouth, and it still surprised me. Me, I have one of those. He spoke of his children. I did not ask about their mother, the someone he'd met. She's a beautiful actress I occasionally see pop up in movies. I knew they'd divorced years ago. Then he turned to me, milkshake in hand, and said, see you in a decade and grabbed some napkins on his way out. He didn't even wave as he headed for the door. That was my ex-boyfriend, I explained to my sons as we sat down. <laughs> the mean one, my 11-year-old asked. <laughs> yes, I squealed as if I were chatting with a girlfriend. <laughs> he looked so nice. And right there was all I needed to start a conversation about relationships and love and how to treat people and expectations and romance. Yes, he looks nice, I agreed. He wasn't. 